the Donald has won the 2016 presidential election. That's right, the presidency of the United States, the most powerful, most important job in the world, belongs to the freewheeling, crazy, billionaire-turned-reality-TV star, Donald Trump. Liberals are crying, racist piles of shit feel emboldened, and the whole nation is still trying to figure out exactly how all the polls were wrong. Heading into election day, nearly everyone who has paid lots of money to analyze data and predict who is likely to vote and who those people are likely to vote for had Hillary Clinton winning the election big in the Electoral College and by three to five points in the popular vote. It took about two hours on Election Tuesday to realize that something was wrong. What soon became more than obvious was that Clinton had not turned out the millennials in the same numbers that Obama had and that Donald Trump had stolen the Reagan Democrats back. How exactly did this happen? The answer is simple. The Democrats ran the least likable person they possibly could. It turns out that a woman who had been under FBI investigation for mishandling classified emails, dogged by rumors of impropriety in her nonprofit foundation, and blamed, whether rightfully or wrongfully, for the Benghazi disaster, was a less palatable candidate nationally than a man who boasts that he can grab unknown women by the pussy. What the fuck? I'm just going to let that sit there for a couple of seconds and let that sink in. It also turns out that the exit polls showed that Americans were looking for change more than they were looking for morality in the candidate. Experience, continuation of progressive social change. These things didn't seem to matter as much as simply changing out who was in Washington. Americans have felt that Washington insiders, which Mrs. Clinton is the poster child for, had abandoned them over the last 20 years. And they saw a vote for her as a continuation of Obamanomics, ACA, and an economy that created get-you-by jobs instead of the rock star life-is-good jobs of the late 90s and the early 2000s. People vote with their wallet. People have been struggling to get by for the last eight years. I know the liberals want to tell us that unemployment's down, Obama inherited the worst economic disaster ever. He did all of those things. And over the course of eight years... While he kept the country from turning into another Great Depression, he stewarded a jobless recovery. The jobs that did come back were not good jobs. How many people do you know out there trying to get by on bad jobs or working two jobs just to get by, to not be where they were in 2004? And the country saw Hillary Clinton as a continuation of those policies, and they roundly rejected it, even if it meant putting in a candidate who was largely running a divisive campaign and didn't reflect a lot of the social change issues that had, this country had been moving towards. I'd like to believe that this election was really entirely about the electorate believing that Donald Trump could in fact bring back good jobs so that people didn't have to work two jobs to get by. I'd like to believe that this is all about people who were hurt by ACA's impact on their health premiums. And yes, for those of you on the left, for every one person that helped... It hurt another person. You can talk to people who've seen their premiums go up by a factor of four and seen their deductibles go up by a factor of four and who had much more affordable health coverage prior to ACA going into effect. So I'd like to believe that this was a referendum on these things. I'd like to believe that it's about small business owners 
who need this 20% tax break that Donald Trump is promising just to stay in business. Some of these small businesses may be on the verge of going under if they can't get a better tax break. And maybe that tax break Trump is promising is the only thing that might keep their business going. I believe that many people, many, many people voted for Donald Trump because they felt that his economic policies would help them. There is, however, an undeniable darker side to this election. As much as this election was about a repudiation of Washington insiders and Obama, many Trump supporters saw this election as being about ending PC culture. You can look on Facebook or Twitter and see many instances already of scumbag human garbage hurling racist and misogynistic threats at women and minorities. It's sickening and it's horrifying. This nation had made great strides in the last eight years in areas of tolerating other cultures and other ways of life. Trump, whether on purpose or as a side effect of his nationalistic and jingoistic message, has empowered the racist white male supremacist side of this nation. And that is a horrifying prospect. Hate, once released, can take a nation to terrible places. Trump has, has been on the campaign path for a long time, talking about making America great again, talking about deporting undocumented illegal immigrants from this country, talking about restricting immigration from certain zones. He's talking about protecting America and an identity of Americans. And while he hasn't come straight out and said this stuff, there is an aspect of this country that is empowered by what Trump is saying to start hurling racist insults and, and feel empowered to go out and be openly racist and hateful and intolerant of other cultures and ideas. So where do we go from here? That answer is simple. Social change, the likes of which we've seen in the last 8 to 12 years, are driven by society. Tolerance, acceptance of diversity, not fearing the other. It occurs because people choose to be tolerant. We choose to be better today. Maybe we won't be better tomorrow, but for today, we will be better. And that's how it starts. You start by saying, today, I'm going to choose to make all the correct choices. So the way we as a nation choose not to let president-elect, racist, woman-groping throwback to the 1950s turn us into a nation driven and governed by hate and prejudice is to not be governed by hate and prejudice. We do today what we did yesterday. We don't act on hate. We remain tolerant of different religions, cultures, races, orientations, and ideas. We continue to encourage people to be who they are and not who society says they have to be. We continue to act in ways that show we realize that because we allow someone to practice their cultural or religious beliefs as they see fit, that it does not diminish our own cultural identity. We go out today and say, I will not give in to fear of what is different from me. Enough Americans were acting this way that it led to the social change we have seen over the last decade. Trump's election by a minority of Americans, because he didn't win the popular vote, that doesn't change that the numbers in this country still favor progressive change. There are enough people who are agitating for that change and that tolerance that if everyone continues to go out tomorrow and behave the same way they did two weeks ago, that that change will continue to, to flower. It's not as if because Trump is elected that everyone has to go out tomorrow and become intolerant racist asshats because Trump won the election. So no, 
Don't start burning New Balance shoes because their happy Trump's economic policies will benefit them. In fact, stop fucking burning those shoes, you petulant, crying, self-important child. They are the only athletic shoe company that's still making shoes in America. Those jobs employ American workers who feed American children with the wages earned. Support an American company. More importantly, stop throwing temper tantrums because the election didn't go your damn way. I wanted Gary Johnson. I'm not boycotting everyone who voted Trump or Hillary, nor am I excommunicating everyone who voted for Trump out of my life. I don't agree with his social practices and his social uh, agenda or what it appears to be. I don't like the fact that Trump emboldens the divisive, hate-filled side of this country. But you know what? I'm not going to sit there and look at the people I know who voted for Donald Trump and scream racist at them and hate them because they did. They have their own reasons for voting for Donald Trump. Things didn't go your way. Regroup. Go out tomorrow and continue to be tolerant, open-minded, and embrace different cultures and ideas. Screaming down your friends who voted for Trump and labeling them as racist is prejudiced itself. As I said, not every Trump supporter is a racist. Some people voted for Trump on purely economic issues. The same way you, and I'm speaking to you, any liberal who's mad right now and can't understand why people voted for Trump, the same way you voted for Hillary on purely social issues. Gandhi once said, be the change you want to see in the world. So go be that change. Continue to be that change. Trump's election isn't the end of progressive social change in this country. That change is and was driven by people. Obama didn't cause the social change of the last decade. Society did. People, in mass, decided to choose tolerance over fear, acceptance over revulsion, love over hate. 2016, for many reasons, was a setback to that agenda. But you overcome that setback by not letting one man or his army of troglodyte hate-filled throwbacks change how you go about your life. Stop crying. Stop fearing. Some idiots feel emboldened today. If everyone keeps going about their life as they did two weeks ago, those dumbasses will also see that nothing has really changed. You make America tolerant by saying, today, I will not be intolerant. I will not be governed by fear. I'm Scott Kennison. This has been a Quick Rant, a raving lunatic media production.